But well, let's face it, man, I'm freaked by all that black magic talk and all that Rosemary's Baby. Blows my mind. And that whole thing, man. And I, I, I saw Rosemary's Baby, and I thought as you and Emily and I walked out across the street, I thought no good can come of this. And I didn't mean that, 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 that Sharon Tate, anything was going to happen. But it it's seems pretty man. obvious that if, as an artist, man, you make your living and you do your work in that world, that it's going to reflect, and it's out of art that that, that stuff... It's not that it comes back on you. I don't want to impute that to Roman Polanski and Sharon Tate or Charles Manson. But, man, if you live in a bummer, you're going to live a bummer. You're going I mean, to live a bummer. There's just no way. If you're making movies about bummers, then your life's going to be if, a bummer. If you're going to make... I mean, I can't... I'm now sound, sounding like uh, Chief X of the Revolutionary Ideals Committee. Yeah. But if you're okay. going... We you know, know you're really Chief Y. <laughs> Chief Y. Why? Why? If you are going to gather a huge number of people together, a large amount of money, a large amount of time and make a huge project that will then be seen by millions of people, why make it about stupid, silly bummers, man? Okay. Why, make it such a, why make it such a huge intellectual bring-down? It's like one thing. It's like to do a movie about black magic is weird because, first of all, you have to be an intellectual and know about black magic, which the general lumpen proletariat doesn't know about. Then you write an, a, a movie which is clever and make it palatable or dramatic mm -hmm. so that then they, whoever they are named three, can go and get this misshapen kind of clever idea of, of something that's really a bummer. Well, they walk into your say. bummer. I mean, they right. walk literally into Roman Polanski and every actor who worked on that film's trip. These movies are, in a sense, real. That's the wonderful thing. I mean, they are an accurate reflection of every cat who works on them, including the sound man and the grip, and where their heads are at. I mean, it's a literal, it's like, it's like watching the moon, right? It's reflected light. I saw watching that. Right, exactly. Flickering and, and reflected light. But real. So it comes through lunacy, in my analogy, right? Okay, it comes through a light of lunacy, a reflected light. So if, if people aren't really very careful to take account of that, to really make the thing nice, to, to, to take... No, I'm on my trip. No, that's right. Man. No, look at it this way. Look at, look at it in terms of an energy right? problem. When I feel happy, confident, you know, glad to be alive. That's what I haven't felt so very much in the last You week. haven't you felt know? that way since the 36 Olympics. That's right. <laughs> since I won the 36 Olympics, they wouldn't give me my medal because I was white. Uh, if, you know, points where you feel confident and glad to be alive, project that onto the film, man, because that always makes you feel better than feeling so down that you're going to go do black magic and, and Well, you know. I'll tell you, man, one thing is, is it gets right back to the good old commercial American scene, but bummers, uh, theoretically anyway, according to those people, because the same people that are up in that pad in New York going through that scene are also the producers and the money guys of the film, too. Right. They're not separate. They all live in that world, man, and there are no cats with bread who have come along to, like, put together a high-cost project, like a movie, really, who, who, who really want to do something Different, at least different, man. At least an alternative to endless bummer movies, endless movies about bummers, endless heavy movies that, that where the hero never gets out at the end. Endless, well, endless comedies about things that aren't really funny but are just situational. Nothing that nothing that brings to you that wonderful feeling of of I am happy, I am funny, I am. You know, it, 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 I can't put my finger on it. I call that the land, uh, it, uh, a fantasy world. Land of I mean, yeah. uh, a land of arms. <laughs> And the, the studio that, this is a long, a long analogy, the studio that made The Wizard of Oz MGM was noted for its fantasy, its ability to create fantasy, especially the great American musical movie, right? Okay, in a downer, in a downer article on the MGM auction in Rags magazine, or Skip magazine, that closed, uh, the, the aspect of fantasy as represented by MGM was the subject of the put-down. In other words, the that it that farewell i'm glad it's gone 
because all it represented was fantasy and, and not reality. That's what that was, I presume, a representative of the new left enclosed, at least. Liberation. Expressing uh, some sort of view about that film. If Richard Nixon were to dress as a bum panhandler to meet the, <laughs> the ambassador of the Philippines next Monday, the entire political climate would change, <laughs> man. You betcha. You betcha. Get back. Get back. But making a movie about that one moment would be... It would be difficult not to make at least part of the rest of the movie a bummer in order to set up that one wonderful moment. Well, now we see. do that. We do that too. We do that yes, on our do. third record, for instance. We go through a lot of bummers in order to set up a happy ending. Mm -hmm. Not real well, bad bummers. But they aren't really bad bummers because I listen to them again, and there's so much happiness inside the bummers because because <laughs> because we use so happy bummers. <clears throat> yeah, because because we use so many jokes inside of it now because it never has a chance to take itself seriously. Every word is, is turned. If people could could drive right through them with the same intensity and cheerfulness that we do, because we don't. That's the thing, man. At least like on our records, the actors, the people, the Firesign Theater doesn't get caught in a bummer. We charge cheerfully through them. Maybe that's the whole secret we of us and our work. Is what we do. Here, <laughs> now, Phil, let me quote you. Let me quote you. Problems in democracy. If you can't laugh at it, it's got you under its control, says Austin. When you can laugh at something, then you're free. Well, culture does need humor sometimes, only to relax and breathe easier for a moment. But the particular function of humor in a culture that is gasping from burdens of social and moral contradictions is a more complicated question. Humor reflects culture, offers a fresh, funny view of things and some sweet moments of escapism. And laughter has its momentary liberating qualities. But I think it's liberating only because it's momentary, revitalizing, spontaneous, a truthful, free response. And, quote, revolutionary humor, unquote, should seek to be free, free from conventions, old restrictions of medium, selectivity of subject matter, and from its own structure. Right. And even, even new left writers. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but, no, but that's, she that's why I'd be happy. She I doesn't do that. She my even mother, quoted me correctly. My mother almost had enough academic credit to become a doctor. I don't know why, in retrospect, I found Richard Nixon so fascinating and interesting. I am not counting out sex appeal, which is a subject, believe me, we didn't discuss in those days. Oh, we're pretentious, Casey says. A pretentious something intellectual, and I can't read the No, because it, it spells my name right. She know. wants to be on a bummer. That little girl, she was a Scorpio little girl, and she's really intellectual, man. She's really your new left chick. Yeah. I liked her. She was really pretty. But see, that's uh, why they make movies that uh, have a lot of unhappy see, people what she in does, them. She explains this by saying, well, I laughed at them, she's saying. But 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 you can't laugh all the time. That's what she's no, saying. No, right. we can do many to social and political not? Because of the blind, one-eyed Negroes living in Marathon, Georgia. Tanks, because right. of the oxygen And we've tanks. got to get more money for the poison dog serum, doctor. Why? Because That's we right. haven't poisoned the dog in Alaska That's right. for a We've only got 17 minutes to go. 17 minutes, 17 minutes, minutes to poison go. Dog Would you serum? please donate enough money so we can buy a phone so you can call us and donate? <laughs> As you can see, we're in terrible trouble, friends. Oh, look who's here. Is it him? Yes, it's him. He's here. He's here again right now. About time. Only 17 minutes left. <laughs> Hiya, boys. How Uncle, you doing, Doc? Uncle Underground in the funnies. And I got two, uh, two of your favorite uh, actors with us today. I've got Davey Osman from the Best Parker oh, set sure lucky. over at Universal. He's going to read the funnies to you. Hiya, Davey. And Peter Brindman. Oh. Peter Brindman from the Corrective Studies Language Institute. That's right. That's right. And 
they're here today, kids, to help us, help me stay in this accent, <laughs> and, uh, and read the funnies to you. Well, today's funny. Let's open up the big Sunday paper here. Ah, Sunday. Gee, it's great to be alive. I'll hold this side, Uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meantime, you know, you can pick up some of these Uncle Underground stickers for 50 cents at any free press bookstore. Now, here's... Okay, now let's turn right to the... To the first one here. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. These are good. Oh, well, now this one, kids, is called Dwarf Revolt Tales, right? And it shows here a picture in the first one of a dwarf. Uh, uh, oh, those dwarves, as we well, and the, the and, the and the dwarf world. says, uh, "I'm gonna warm up the Empress. Go lay down." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yep. And then the uh, <clears throat> uh, here I'll. <clears throat> The comely empress and her favorite dwarf amused themselves in the coldest room of the castle. Cold ain't the word for it in here. I love it like my own. He's twisting ah! it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, let's go over here now, past the Dick Tracy, and here's one by a Moscoso. And here, well, I guess we can't... Ah, uh, here's, here's a good one uh, by R. Hate. Uh-huh. And this one, well... Uh, well, uh, uh, well, we could look here at hydrogen bomb and biochemical warfare funnies, and well, well, the... I've uh, got one over here. Uh, this is uh, <clears throat> Ruby the uh, <coughs> meets. Uh, well, this has been the Uncle Underground show for another Sunday, kids, and we'll be back. Hey, next I found Sunday. one I can read, oh, partner. The Adventures of Fuzzy the Bunny. <laughs> Just like old times. Here are these two bunnies, and they. Uh... Serving Pasadena and San Gabriel Valley, KVC, AM and FM, and Pasadena, the sound of good music. I thought we were just about to go into that land. Wonder Warthog and the invasion of the pigs from Eurasia. That's Peter, 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 put away your funny book. Soul Brothers, hold your fire. It's a pig of some sort. Hey, Peter, love, we almost busted you. Peter you look like a human. Why don't you get him a microphone, him a microphone and put him in another room behind a piece of glass? Well, it's been a way out and wacky show. Sure has, sure has, Bob. Too bad we got 15 minutes to go, because we can't keep up this voice this long, can we? Hey, where's that rock, Uncle Peter? Yes, Oh, this is a wonderful comic book. This is kind of a bummer for the blowing people up. I don't In the closet. <laughs> it's very funny when uh, the uh, roadrunner drops off and hits the thing. It's the wolf or whatever. It's just it's, it's always laugh. Everybody laughs at that. Why do you laugh at that? Anyone? No, no, off, off, off. Get it out of there. I'm talking to myself, talking to myself. There's a point. There's a point in this record, you know. There's a point in the record. Can you hear me? You, you can hear me. I'm, I'm on. I, I don't think I'm on. Yeah, you're I must be off. Yeah, man. I can hear you, Daddy O. I can hear you. I can oh. hear you. You're coming in good, yeah. Daddy O. Thought it was on echo. Hey, Daddy O. Take that off, Earl. Off. There we go. I was just trying to. I don't like the situation not being able to communicate with Earl any better than that. Well, That's how true. could you communicate if you're sort of throwing something at him? <laughs>